0: Ever heard of DMX? Because X gonna give it to you. That's what I heard. Well, unfortunately for the listener, this is not episode ten. You're not episode ten. I don't care. We've been keeping our own time, and sure enough, we stayed true. This is X. X gonna give it to you.
1: This is a very special episode of Road Sodas. I'm one of your hosts, Ben Warden.
0: Welcome. I am Jimbo Shaw.
1: And uh, this, this very special episode is 10 for us, not for you, and more importantly... It's going to be a weird one. It's going to be a very Jimbo-centric episode. I don't know if you got a chance to read through the uh, the correspondence I fired into the hole for us.
0: No, I did not. No, I did not. You're going to have to read substantially more than me. Uh. I know. I, I saw that. <laughs> I, I, I can gauge word count, but I, I did not read any of it. And I'm sure I read it a couple of times over three years ago, four years ago, eight years ago, when it, whenever it happened peek behind the curtain. You know,
1: normally we do these uh, on a Wednesday, but life came at us. We ended up doing it on a Sunday with uh, just way less prep time. final' a little fast and loose tonight. A little seat of the pants action. And the, the main story itself, which obviously we'll get to later, uh, is also a very Jimbo-centric tale that I don't know how
0: much help I'm going to be. I'm going to do my damnedest. You're going to be as much help as me. Probably more, because... <laughs> I I am of no help on this particular day.
1: Hell yes. Well, before we get to all that, how you doing, Bud?
0: I'm doing good, and I actually uh, I actually got something for us. This kind of encapsulates like what we're about to to venture into. And live from the top of Mount Everest. It is July Fourth weekend. Happy birthday, Uncle Set. Si- no, I'm just kidding. These are the ghastly. Ghoulish gossips of gregarious and gargantuan grindhouse galoots.
1: There it is. Lovely, so smooth.
0: Well, I, you know, I, I tried on that one, and it was okay. <laughs> it was, it was a Sunday afternoon. I needed some G's. Those are the G's I had. I mean, look,
1: this whole episode's going to be weird. I'm into it. I saw Grindhouse, and I was like, damn, we're coming and swinging.
0: I'm, I'm I'm for it. I can't follow Gregarious with or, – or or Gargantuan with Garage, although we are garage Galutes, if if I have to say so myself. But that, that's true. on the next G-go-around, the yeah. next G-go-around. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. You had to do it to him. You had
1: to do it to him. Got to let him know. And I see uh, – the listener can't see, but I can see – that the Rugged Warehouse shirt that may or may not have, uh, I forget if
0: we were talking about that on mic or off mic last week. We were talking about that the very last episode, and uh, I don't want to say I planned this, because I did not, but yeah. it's it's now donned by myself. And Hell yeah. So what, what store are we? We are 507 College Park, Maryland. Hell yeah. And uh, it's still ill-fitting. I've gained 40-some-odd pounds in my time since I've acquired this shirt, and uh, it still does not fit well. Didn't fit well then, doesn't fit well now. Never fit well in between. That's great. Cheers, Rugged Warehouse. I
1: don't know if you just heard that noise in the background, but somebody pulled up on their motorcycle at the traffic light outside and was blasting some music and also had their – directions connected to it so it interrupted the music and just very loudly told them that they needed to turn off of lincoln what
0: a douchebag yeah like, honestly <laughs>
1: like i had to take the headphones off because i was like "That's like i mean it was i've make the right
0: on 47th yeah
1: you always you always hear cars and and motorcycles and buses and shit driving by but i like hearing music for a long time is rare and hearing it that loud like the windows are closed I'm in a closet but uh yeah came through and then very clearly I could hear at least the next the next turn that guy was making
0: do you remember the name of the motorcycle gang that was out here last summer that pissed us off all the time by rolling by Right When they were going to work, which which I think they worked second shift. So they're going to work at like 2 p.m. and coming back at like 11. I I do not. I remember this discussion, but I don't remember their name. It started with iron. And the the second five-letter word was a subject of debate. I thought it was Daver. But everybody else who saw the picture thought it was the Iron Order. Oh. Yeah. I don't know who the Iron Order are. But I think you're the Iron Daver. My brother's named Dave, but you don't. You don't deserve the right to call yourselves Daves. So go yeah. fuck yourselves, Iron Davers.
1: Yeah, Iron Order also sounds like they probably they're probably a problematic type of person.
0: Well, you know, they may have been the on the wrong side of of some things that that happened recently. Yeah, I bet if we Google that, we're not going to get anything good. Maybe. Well, it depends. On your geographic location. I mean, most websites ask for that. And Massachusetts, still pretty racist. So they might be all right with it. <laughs> New Hampshire, like, definitely cool. Like, let's go. Iron Daver. Look it up.
1: Hell yeah. But all right, we've beat around the bush a little bit. I'll beat your bush. What No, better. Let's say we get into some correspondence here. So this is a message from Jimbo. To myself, entitled, My Last Commitments of the Year, sent October 9th, 2018, goes thusly. Yo dude, after BP's wedding this weekend, the only things I have left on the calendar are Christmas shit and NOLA. I booked a room for myself on that Tuesday night, the 27th, but I still gotta pay you for the hotel. How would you like it? Bertucci's gift card? Polynesian coinage? Or the ever favorite stockpile of dry hand jobs. Just let me know. I already told work not to expect me back. And then signed as Joe Biden Carnate which is a classic <laughs> bit, considering <laughs> that back then Joe Joe Biden was just like a fucking
0: he was a guy. He was he was the old man in the police station yelling at Obama for for like fixing shit and giving people health care.
1: Yeah, and he was, like, you know, not running for president. He kept saying that he was not going to run for president. He was just, like, an old man who liked ice cream and probably got a little handsy, but the country was probably going to quietly let him go retire and die. We were all right with that. Yeah, we were like, okay, you're, at least you're done. You, uh, our, we can, we, you know, it wasn't a good run, but it's over, and we can all take solace in that. And, uh, you know, now we're here. <laughs> Well,
0: he may be our only hope. Well, uh, as long as he's not Obi-Wan, right? I suppose. Well, I digress. There was a reply from Ben to me uh, that was dated sometime after that initial email that reads thusly. My sweet Ianbo, I just knocked my fifth and final wedding of the year off of my list, so I am down to Christmas and shit. And Nola, my preparations have been going well, getting sweaty with strangers, consuming an irresponsible amount of milk, and neglecting to wear sleeves at every opportunity. What does milk have to do with New Orleans, you ask? Mind your business, because I'm staying creamy, I answer. I saw Roki Erickson and Ween on Sunday, which I believe makes me impervious to voodoo and opiates for a good six months. Gotta stay inoculated. Am I right? I've contacted them several times, and despite solid arguments and dozens of dry hand jobs, I cannot get them to change the company name to Venmo. But Venmo is a fine method for paying me. Absolutely no rush on that, though my cash of moistureless, wristy. <laughs> <laughs> cash of. <laughs> cash of. Moistureless wristies pays solid enough dividends for me to skate by for a while. I removed all my face hair below my ears. While I do not regret this, I will hurriedly regrow some semblance of a beard in order to both prevent scurvy and to let the locals of new Orleans know that no, I am not fucking from here to paraphrase. Our homeland's motto: suck a dick and talk like a chick. <laughs> They'll never know what hit them. <laughs> butthole, butthole. Give me the butthole. <laughs> Smooth bed. <laughs> uh, yep. I wrote that to you. You did. And it comes full circle. Because Joan and I uh, recently listened to Ween's Ocean Man, and she had never heard that before, and it is now stuck in her head like permanently.
1: There it is. It. I mean, also, I I was at a smooth face then, but I've you know recently received my first wife haircut. Not not a haircut that makes me a wife, but a haircut uh, given to me by my wife. But. I'd like to to catch anybody up on the uh, the homeland's motto part. Mar- Maryland's uh, state motto in in Latin is now I don't I don't speak Latin. Not a lot of people know that about me. I think they assume I do. But it's uh, what's it? F- fatty Maske parole feminine.
0: Yeah. So 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 we have strong deeds and gentle words.
1: Yeah. Or
0: or if you read into it a little bit farther
1: more commonly translated to manly deeds womanly words thus the suck a dick talk like a chick
0: yeah well that that was an excellent interpretation of it i must say so myself for somebody who did not go to catholic school or even <laughs> a, even a school that studied latin at some point i'm sure i'm sure they did at northeastern but you didn't study that shit hell no
1: closest i have is a uh, you know i have since Started to learn Italian, and it's going. I'd say medium. I, I'm not particularly adept at language.
0: You're a C student, and that's good enough.
1: Usually, yeah. I mean, if we needed more evidence of my my grasp of language, I would I would recommend the first few episodes of this podcast. Road sodas. In case you're just joining us, this episode we have a back catalog of a few more of these. They're all good. Yes.
0: They're all this good.
1: Who knows? This This one's uh, going to be uh, just a bit more conversational. because uh, This
0: one's shooting from the hip. Because quite honestly, it's Sunday. I should be watching baseball right now. Baseball is four days away, but it's still not here yet. And kid seats are still just five bucks. Five bucks. S- oh. Sunday,
1: Sunday, Sunday at the Megadome. But that brings us into the main topic, which is Jimbo's twenty first birthday.
0: Yeah, the dangers of alcohol poisoning. Uh, this one this one's a good one. Yes. Kids beware and uh you know, try to keep up.
1: Yeah. Let's see. The the, the, the first thing we got here is uh, is the deer park in the notes. And is is that where the festivities kicked off as far as I believe you know, the group is so. concerned?
0: Yeah. yeah yeah so I had orchestrated uh my girlfriend's younger sister to pick me up at the end of the night when the bars close in Delaware at one a m yes, that's right, one a m the bars close in Delaware at one a m because they are stupid and they want people to to stay up, I guess after they've left the bar that's closed and maybe maybe drive to Maryland or or, or just have a party at their own place? I don't know. I don't know. But
1: they want everyone to go home and get a good night's sleep so that they can go out and explore all of the wonderful things that Delaware has to offer. The Diamond State. The Screen Door Factory. White Clay Creek. And Leaving Delaware. Just three of the things you can do in Delaware.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's where I spent my 21st birthday. It was the closest large college town to to where we lived
1: and what a town it is
0: ah uh, it has a nice main street it does and that is not
1: just a name it is the main street and not a lot else to it
0: i mean it goes on for like a half mile it has it's anchored by by a university a very shitty pizza place and then on the other side is is an amalgamation of uh i don't know highway interchanges yeah, and at grade crossings for a fucking railroad that hits people all the time that they give t-shirts away for yeah but we
1: met up at the deer park which is possibly the only bar of note in the area because i guess it has some sort of historical land
0: like like thing like notches in its belt you're absolutely correct about the historical significance of this bar because i worked there in 2010 that's absolutely correct i worked there in 2010 and that's why it is historically significant deer park tavern did not exist before 2000 that is is absolutely no uh apparently george washington stayed there edgar Allan poe stayed stayed there uh it was named the washington hotel i think when poe stayed there but now now they really latch on to the Poe thing, and so they have a raven in a case. I don't know if it has any significance. It's just it's kept away from the patrons. The raven in the the case. They also
1: have like a, a flock of ravens flying on the on the the logo for the menu, which is, I mean, it's already kind of trite because you know Poe is not associated with Delaware, but also ravens don't fly in flocks, dude. Everyone knows this. Ah! They fly in twos.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you can't have a murder of them. They're just whatever whatever a group of ravens is called.
1: Oh, it's something fucking really poetic and gothy and lame. It's like an unpleasantness. What is the noun of assemblage for ravens? Let's see.
0: I'll give you the noun of assemblage for ravens.
1: Unkindness. I was close with unpleasantness. It's an unkindness of ravens. That's a fucked up which is the kind of drama you'd expect from an eighth grader who just discovered Edgar
0: Allan Poe That's already a word Please yeah please find another synonym to ruin Yeah
1: But yeah so uh we go there it's it's uh the building itself is I guess kind of interesting like it's got you know it's it is kind of old it looks it's got some it's got some of those low door frames that are You know, unpleasant for guys our size because you have to, like, duck quite a bit to get through a couple of them.
0: Yeah. Especially when you're working there with fucking trays of food. Yeah. But that was the next summer. This was 2009. Yeah. They had some big wraparound porches that we did not get to experience. Those are the best seats in the house, usually, is, like, those second-story wraparound porches. Yeah. Because you can still smoke at them, but... They have to give you your drinks in plastic cups. We instead sat near the ladies' room, which is in, like, the dark recesses of the back bar area because apparently we didn't have reservations and we didn't know anybody there. That was fine. We were going to order a plate of nachos, some yinglings, and get the fuck out of there. Yep. Yinglings cost a couple of dollars. That's fine by me. I remember Ben being extremely honorable about this night. And I really didn't want him to be, but but he chose to be because he was only 20 years old. And so he was going to bail after the deer park because he was fully prepared like he had been in Boston for for a time, you know, just ready to to go to a bar, but not yet able to. No fake ID, no... No swagger that just enables you to not get ID'd no matter no matter who you who's asking you. But we were at the deer park. Sure enough, the four of us or the five of us were were ordering drinks and and Penn thought he was going to have to get carded. But shit didn't happen. All right. Gets a couple of beers. Sweet. My man, 20 years old in the the back bar area of of the Deer Park Tavern. I'm sure you're the uh like legalist underage drinker in in Deer Park history.
1: Oh yeah, I've I've had a beer with someone there within the past year and a half that I know for a fact was 17. That is not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> it was my, my my friend's older sister's son and I was like, isn't that kid? Like, I was like, did I was like, is she way older than you? Like, you And he was like, no, no, no. He's just 17.
0: He's just <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So. That's, uh, yeah. I, well, Ben was 20, going on 21 in a couple of months. So I yeah. didn't feel as bad as Ben feels right now.
1: Yeah. I was very afraid, not of getting caught sneaking in, because I'd been kicked out of a few bars in Boston for sneaking in and stuff. But I was. I was nervous about getting the group kicked out because I like would have been with them, because that had also happened with me in Boston, and no one cared because it was net we, we you know we were just going to like a bar we the group gets kicked out they just went to another bar and I'd fuck off on home or like you know go drink at like my fucking practice space or whatever, but this is like oh this is like a special thing. And there's only a couple of bars that you can really go to in this area, so I was just like... Well, the, that you can walk to, yeah. The chances are low that it would be a big deal, but the juice was not worth the squeeze for me, where it's like, I can I, I can drink with him tomorrow, I've, I'm drinking with him earlier in the night, and if I got everybody kicked out... I'd, in retrospect, it would have probably been an even better story if, you know, we got... Because I would have liked to have seen somebody try to kick you out... <laughs> on your birthday
0: <laughs> we uh yeah i i would have probably tried to fight somebody had i not been so cripplingly drunk
1: yeah but that's the reason that i am unable to contribute a lot to this middle chunk of the story is that i i did not attend some of it but what i can like what i can remember clearly is that you were wearing a shirt that would that that was tallies were were drawn on it to keep track of the numbers of drinks you had
0: Correct. And that was in an attempt to record the number of drinks that would culminate in me having 21 drinks in a single night, which I did achieve, but it it didn't turn out great as as one can expect. Yes. Either way, when me and Ben departed or like parted our ways uh, at the deer park, Ben ended up going home. This is pretty much when when I don't remember. This This is, this is when, like, my memory stops. I, I think I remember seeing somebody I went to high school with on the street uh, going from either the Deer Park or Klondike Cates. But who's to say? We went to Kildare's, I know. I think that's where the night ended and I threw up on the dance floor. But we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll talk about Klondike-Kates because the rivalry between the Deer Park and Klondike-Kates is one of Newark's oldest rivalries. (laughs) It's a nacho-based rivalry where Kate says they have better nachos, but Deer Park has their nacho special on Tuesdays. Who's to say who has better nachos? I don't know. Is it a happy hour thing? Is it a daily thing? Who is to say? We cannot tell. All we know is that the winner here is the consumer. And when you go to either of these places, you know you're getting some good nachos at a competitive price. Needless to say, we went to Klondike Kates, probably put a couple more tallies on the shirt. Maybe even went directly across the street to Iron Hill Brewery, put a couple more tallies on, on the shirt there. I don't have anything to say about Iron Hill Brewery other than that, like, microbreweries are kind of cool when they're not like iron hill
1: yeah iron hill brewery kind of feels like if
0: a bunch of techie scum made a brewery and they were like hey do you want some sarsaparilla that we made and it's like no i want the heaviest beer you have fuck you
1: yeah but you know how like every now and then like a hotel chain will buy a boutique hotel or like on a grand scale, you've got like Honda and Acura, and Acura is supposed to be better or whatever, even though it's made by like the same parent company. Iron Hill kind of feels like a TGI Friday bought a microbrew pub and just tried to be like, we're still cool and hip. And it's like they're basically the blue moon of pubs in that they advertise themselves as if they're local. And I guess maybe they technically are, but they don't have any of the charm. They just kind of feel, everything's like very sterile and like everything feels preformed. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, we're just going to go off on this local food chain. I wouldn't be surprised if all their shit is pre-made Cisco bullshit. That's right, I'm going off on Cisco now too.
0: Well... Maybe Aramark. You never know. Who's to say?
1: I don't have a favorite brand of mass-produced
0: shit. The thing about Iron Hill is that it's like a famous feature in the area where there's a large iron deposit. And that's like the last thing before the coastal plain. And so sometimes your radio fucks up going around it. But that's that's New York's like thing is Iron Hill. This this hill of iron and where the hills of iron meet the Creek of white clay is where, where Newark is. That's meaningless. There's no white clay brewery, or maybe there is. I don't know. I haven't been back there in a while. Shit. I have no idea.
1: I do know that uh, growing up, iron Hill was a good excuse to, to say why you hadn't received a text message which you could say, Oh no, mom, I wasn't ignoring you. I was on old Baltimore Pike. Exactly. And I will say that you know we've been out of the area long enough. We've kind of cleaned up some of our some of our syllables. But growing up, Iron Hill was just like a fucking like series. Just Iron Hill. Iron Hill. It, it just kind of yeah. flows into like one kind of kind of a clearing
0: of the know. throat. Kind of Iron Hill. Just sort of. Yeah, I went to a summer camp there. Ugh. It was, it was weird. Anyway, I feel
1: like you also went to Grotto's Pizza. And if we're going to go off on – I don't know whether or not that's true, but if we're going to go off on local chains, we should fucking throw Grotto's under the bus as well.
0: Yeah, Grotto's. Your workflow is insane to me in that you put the cheese down first and then you put a bullseye of sauce on top of that cheese. I know my parents love it, but that's because they're from Delaware or the region and decided to stay and eat your shitty pizza everybody reveres it but you can go fuck yourself i do i hate it and i've moved out of the area and since moving out of that area there's been some good places that have cropped up around you namely tony's and amalfi and and tony's and amalfi
1: yeah uh grotto's uh sucks shit it's like one eighth of a day not even it's like one twentieth of a dave and buster's with all the – with, with the, the, the attendance of a bunch of townies and then the worst pizza money can buy.
0: I think their thing is is they put the sauce on top because it has more liquid in it. So if it gets the fire from the pizza oven quicker, it'll cook quicker because it, it was probably bred out of the fucking boardwalk. Just yeah. like so many shitty chains where Cassapulas, Capriati's Claim on Steak Shop, you guys – you guys are the, the top tier, but you're all sandwich shops. You got to make some pizza.
1: Capriati's knows its way around a sandwich. They do. But do you think you went to Grotto's? Uh, for some reason, I feel like...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I do feel like I went to Grotto's. Okay. I feel like... Well, I earned all of the tallies on that shirt, and I assure the listeners that I achieved 21. Uh,
1: if I remember correctly, when we were discussing it the the following day, it sounds like you might have gone above and beyond
0: what was necessary. Well, some people told me that at Kildare's I achieved 21 drinks. Like that. Yeah. That, is, that is when I eclipsed the finish line. I did not have to drink anymore. And then I started drinking victory drinks. And <laughs> that, may, that may have been the downfall of this night for myself. Who's uh, to say? Because I don't remember that. Neither do I. I have a capacity for remembering a great many things, uh, especially things that, like, happened once to me, were mentioned offhand. This, however, this night escapes me.
1: Yeah, that's the whole purpose. Not the whole purpose, but that's the whole reason we're able to do this podcast is that usually you and I are able to drink a lot and remember what happened. Or at least one of us can fill in the blanks for the other if there's any sort of kind of fuzzing out at any point. But, you know. These were these were extreme conditions, and that one of us wasn't there.
0: Well, multiple sur- sources will confirm that I threw up on the dance floor at Kildares. Hell yeah! And had to be helped home uh, by my girlfriend's younger sister and my girlfriend and one of our neighborhood friends. Hell yeah! Yeah, and my parents feared for my life. And then I woke up, drank. A glass of water and felt fine. Yep. Because that's how you handle a hangover at 21.
1: And then we did the one thing you would do on the first full day of being
0: 21. You crack a beer. And play wiffle ball. You play wiffle ball. Well, you invite your friends over. I mean, some of them were out the night before. I was up before some of them, which was insane to them, but it happened. Yeah. Uh, Others of them, you know, went home. Yeah, I was bright
1: out and bushy-tailed and looking to hurt hurt my liver, put some miles on that thing. So uh, I was very excited to hear that we were going to get drunk and play wiffle ball in what ended up being a rainy day, which meant that sliding into the bases was uh, not just
0: achievable, but quite enjoyable. Not only was it a rainy day, it was like, a, I don't want to say a tropical depression, but it was a depressing amount of tropical rain. There were there were lightning strikes that that made us fear. Yeah, there there were driving rains that people said, "I think you might want to come in," and we said, "No, we're playing wiffle ball." We had nine innings.
1: That's why some of the pictures taken of us, which will be available at Road Soda's Pod, our Instagram account, are taken from not just on the porch, your parents' screened-in covered porch, but it's taken from inside the house through the porch because it was it it was maybe maybe unsafe enough that a person would wouldn't even want to go out onto a a non walled in
0: area unless they were playing the game that mattered because that score went back and forth it did and I think we had to weight the teams pretty heavily
1: because if I remember correctly there's one one of the four of us is extremely
0: good at wiffle ball, he's extremely good at batting ball sports, so he decided to bat lefty. Even though he is a natural righty, yeah,
1: and then I am dog shit at throwing, catching, and hitting, which is most of wiffle ball. <laughs> and so I think he and I might have ended up on a team just to sort. <laughs> I am his handicap,
0: just to round it out. Me and the other guy were not high school baseball players, but we swang bats and balls before. Sw- swung? swung, I like swang. 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 No, it's it, it's swang. Sw- yeah, s-
1: swanged. Swunged, yeah. Swunged. Swung, swung,
0: swangued. There you go. There you go. Either way, the game was contentious. We figured out like a really good wiffle ball area in my parents' backyard, despite the driving rain. Every now and then, there would be a lightning strike that would singe the top of one of the trees around us. One of our friends would drop to his knee and look around all the rest of us would look around like a bunch of idiots who who didn't know what the hell was going on. This continued for a little bit because, I mean, it was... I don't know the final score, but it seemed like we really fought each other. Yep. Really fought each other fucking hard on this one. I tried to get my girlfriend and her friend at the time to play music, you know, maybe maybe like walk-up music for us, and... It ended up starting out like Electric Six. Like, you know, one of one of my favorite bands. And they listened to one song on the iPod in the iHome that that we had facing out towards towards the wiffle ball field. And then it was just like the fray after that. And it was like, Come on! What the <laughs> fuck are you like we're in a driving tropical storm here playing? the greatest wiffle ball game that four men can play. And you're playing the fray. Are you fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ. This is a time for Don Henley and only Don Henley. Ah, fuck. Yeah.
1: And then I think we just had a supremely long game of wiffle ball got drunk. I'm sure we just hung out in your house after that, but I don't remember any specifics Do
0: you. I know I didn't really feel my hangover. After all of all of that, I know we had grilled some meats before. uh, So we had had a nice, nice meal before the wiffle ball happened. But other than that, it was just, you know, God doesn't want you to play wiffle ball. You're still playing wiffle ball. You know, back in ancient times, driving rainstorms like that would have stopped you from like doing what you were doing. Instead, we chose to charge ahead like Sisyphus. Yeah, like Sister Fist. You're right. Hell yeah. Well, I ended up turning 21, and I still haven't learned my lessons from that day. I still push the envelope. I still try to find my own boundaries. And guess what? I encounter them all the fucking time. That's why uh, a couple of weeks back I mentioned throwing up in a kitchen sink. Yeah, that shit happens. You got to know.
1: There it is. Hell uh, yeah, and I think I think that's a fine uh, fine note to to end the main tale on. The only way to know your limits is to find them by pushing yourself to throw up in a sink.
0: It's called the scientific method. All right, you you have a hypothesis. You test that hypothesis by pumping liquor into yourself, and then figure it out. You can draw conclusions based on the results that you get. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's horrifying. And all results must be
1: repeatable. And sometimes you need a verified peer review where a friend comes and does the same study, throws up in the same sink.
0: E equals MC Hammered. There it is. Maxim Magazine, where I got it published, all right?
1: (laughs) I kept thinking about Beer Fest this weekend. I don't remember why, other than the fact that it's a great movie. I was specifically thinking of the scene of... uh, of where Barry Badrenath is like, they, they they find the recipe and it's in German. He pulls out his glasses and he's like, "Oh, I can read German.
0: Habsch? Moch, Bierheffer." More just
1: his explanation. Where he's like, "I worked on a German cruise ship for a while." He just like puts. On, oh, I'm sure you did, Playboy. He just puts on his
0: glasses. <laughs> It's just so, just such a, because they're supposed to be like their late 30s. Yeah, this is a beer recipe. Of course, I worked on a German cruise ship for like three months. I know German beer recipes by now. Yeah,
1: and he's putting on his reading glasses even though they're like 38. And, you know, we're not quite that old, but I know some people that are 38. And readers aren't really a thing that people need in their 30s. Like, not quite. You either need glasses or you don't.
0: Yeah, you've either jerked off too much or you haven't. But like... Thirties not the time to figure that out. Exactly. Ah, uh, good old beer fest. Now, before we get into other topics,
1: I owe the listener an apology. Last week, I teased a picture that I texted to James that I would say that I said that we were going to discuss
0: it afterwards, and then I completely forgot. Yeah, we fucking didn't. Yeah, I was too goddamn drunk, and guess what? I'm drunker this fucking week. So. Good luck talking about it, you piece of shit.
1: God damn it.
0: <laughs> Do you not want to talk about it? No, no, I'll talk the shit out of that uh, that fucking picture. All right. It's quite aggravating. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the whole setting without the offending party is aggravating.
1: Oh, all right. Well, I, yeah, hit, hit me with that then. What's,
0: what's bugging you about the, the basic setting? So there are two sidewalks. Yes. <laughs> that do not connect. They get close. They diverge, but they do not connect.
1: That is correct.
0: Near a road, one hugs the road, another sometimes gets close to the road and the other sidewalk and then some other times it just it just veers off towards the the office complex in the distance.
1: That is correct. The photo in which James is speaking is, uh, you can see the the building I work in is sort of dead ahead. Wait, you work there?
0: Yeah. Oh, man. All right, never mind. I'm firebombing this place. <laughs> then- <laughs> I can't believe you support this shit. Off to
1: the right side is a chain link fence, and that chain link fence is Oakland Airport. Like, thats that's what that is. And then to the right- is a Pete's Coffee warehouse where they where they roast all the coffee. That's you, you can't where
0: they wear
1: the Pete's coffee. They just put it on as clothing. But yes. the the foreground of the of the picture is the sidewalk that I am walking on. And slightly to my left is another sidewalk because this whole strip that runs along the bay has two sidewalks. One is unofficially for bikes, and the other's unofficially for pedestrians. But both can go on either one. But it's You just, just it,
0: have to be courteous to the other people on the thing.
1: Exactly. And then next to that is a two-lane road that the speed limit's 35, but people haul ass down that thing because there's nobody around. Because it's California. You guys
0: don't like stop signs.
1: Yeah. And then on the left side of the left lane of that two-lane road that people haul ass down is a person jogging. <laughs>
0: Just to avoid the other people that may infect them, or the people that they may infect. They're doing a public service by running in the farthest left lane of a two-lane highway.
1: This was also, this photo, I took it at about 6.10 in the morning. So there's nobody out. She could have had her own sidewalk, I had my own sidewalk, but there's nobody around. But there are cars still hauling ass, because... They also know that no one's out, so cars just fucking fly down that road at like fifty miles an hour, and the median that she's running next to has very tall shrubs. I just got very like by the time i I noticed her, she was so far ahead that I, like, and it was windy that I could not shout to just be like, "Get out of the fucking road!" Not that I would have done that anyway
0: yeah, stop, stop doing what you are doing. I yell that at people all the time in Boston. It happens in winter when they walk in the fucking street. They're just like, uh, you know, each each landlord doesn't doesn't plow their property the same way. I'm just gonna walk in the street because it's plowed the same way. It's like, no, no, there are snow banks. There's less room for the cars. You're going to get hit and die. Yep. People are now doing that because of a virus. They're jogging the opposite way in the bike lane. They're going into the the opposite travel lanes on Commonwealth Avenue in Boston. And it's like, uh, this is this is not not the way to like extend your health. Yeah, like walking and jogging in the middle of a street are not the ways to be safe.
1: Yeah but the reason that i sent that to to jimbo in the first place was he's been sending me pictures of people parking a good 3 feet off of the sidewalks near his place lately and so this is the only only photo i
0: had to to contribute to that quite honestly man we had we had one of those unicorn moments like one of those once every couple of years there were 9 cars parked between the two places at our at our place they fit them yeah, I know. I know. Usually it's eight. Usually it's eight, but they had nine yesterday at one point. And Matt and I were the middle, the middle cogs. Like, we were, we were close together, and it was, like, three on one side of me.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Yeah, and then four on one side of Matt. Uh, that's beautiful. Well, it took us, but it happened. You need a solid anchor. And so what I'm trying to describe is that normally, like, for regular – parking spacing on on this stretch of road between the two places where you can't park you can usually fit eight cars but every now and then every couple of years you can fit nine and it's oh so sweet it's the little things in life man and to our listeners out there that don't drive and don't parallel park you won't understand this so uh Go get your license or your learner's permit. Uh, go play Carmageddon 2, Carpocalypse Now, and just learn how to Parallel Park, because that game will teach you. I swear it will. Or one of the Grand Theft Autos. All of those are exactly accurate when it comes to real-world physics and and interactions with law enforcement when it comes to Grand Theft Auto.
1: Yeah, they're based on real events. These are their stories.
0: dun Bum, bum. Cops is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Cops is filmed in front of a live Florida populace. Hey, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm I'm good, man. I'm hanging in there. Okay. Why? You just hanging? You hanging with Mr. Cooper or are you just, just hanging?
1: Uh, man, I never saw that show, although it does get referenced a lot. Is that a good show? I'm not black. I wouldn't know. See, I didn't even realize it was it was that Target demo.
0: It was on WB. You should know. I didn't know it was on WB. You got to stay woke, man. All right? I wasn't allowed to have TV back then. I know these aren't our shows, but you have to be aware of them.
1: <laughs> That's fair. You got me there. <laughs> I can't say things like that. <laughs> I can cut that out if you want.
0: (laughs) No. No.
1: Leave it all. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of
0: a good one. What? A good show that was on WB? There weren't any. It was Pinky and the Brain. Man, Pinky and the... Or Animaniacs, I guess, was the... I can give you a fun fact about Pinky and the Brain. You ready for this one? The Brain wasn't real?
1: It turns out they were both animated mice. (laughs) Oh, man. You, nah, the uh, you
0: evil gypsy.
1: (laughs) The voice of Pinky is the same voice actor who does the belch sound in Elf. Oh no, I'm sorry, the voice of Brain. (laughs) Yeah. So what it is? Well, it's that really long one after he chugs the the two liter, and that's not modified audio, and it's also not a belch. It's a sound the guy makes that sounds (laughs) like a belch. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that only for a good, like 15 seconds. And apparently he can do it longer. They just, you know,
0: had, had to, to cut it. it
1: takes of it for time, you know, for the right, the right beats for it to land on, but it's not a belt. It just sounds like that. But yeah, they, they just called him in. That's all he did in that movie, but he has like a tiny little voice credit, but he's uh he's the, the voice of, of brain and a bunch of other shit. He's like a, you know, a, a working voice actor, but he did the belch in Elf. The
0: Elf Belcher, to you, maybe this week's belch of the week. That's got to be belch of the week. I don't know. I, I I felt like those two that I delivered were pretty good. The second one felt better.
1: I mean, I didn't watch Elf this week, and I did watch you belch those two, so I got to give you this week's belch of the week.
0: Thank you, thank you. Because the, the-
1: it's Sunday. And every Sunday,
0: we have to honor Belch of the Week. Belch of the Week. I mean, they were largely Coca-Cola, Hecho in Mexico, and uh, pickles. So they Mm. tasted great.
1: Everyone likes a nice Coca-Cola.
0: Yeah. ¿Se habla Español? Man, I had a soft pretzel. El Prima Número Dos. What's that? El Prima Número Dos. ¿Se habla Español?
1: No, dude. Do I have to push number two?
0: Every time you call customer service, they're just like, hey, for those of you who are Spanish who are calling in, just push two. Oh, I just heard of this phenomenon. Make it easier on yourself. Yeah. That's that's what I was referencing. Uh
1: Dude, I'm d i am I got I got poo brained today. You're poo brained? I'm fucking fully poo brained.
0: Why? What was mentally exhausting? Did something work your left brain real fucking hard? Were you real fucking artistic before like nine a.m.? I must have been manned because I'm just fucking,
1: I'm just spinning my wheels over here. I'm just, I got nothing.
0: Nah, you ain't. Nah, you ain't. You, you got something. I know you got something. I know, I know. There's like a project in there, or a fucking painting on your wall, or, or like a towel. A specialty towel that's hanging on on your fucking closet doors that's dampening in some sound, but it's got a story. I know that towel. That towel's got a story.
1: Yeah, I'm constantly afraid I'm talking too much, and in this moment, I
0: really wish I was
1: much more verbose.
0: Yeah, you. Well, I'm not going to say you're verbose. You're the right amount of of diction and dialogue for me. The
1: right amount of bose.
0: Yeah not verbose not underbose it's just bose and i'm not gonna say it's bows because that's that's something else fuck that. that is some something very different yeah but yeah man you got like some wiffle ball that we played for my 21st birthday and that that was an excellent cap on it because that was actually the day after so it was just like the hangover day but i decided to stay active and and continue drinking and that was important to me
1: that's true well and there's going to be there's going to be pictures of all this posted up and uh, in all of them you're going to see how uh, how we looked then
0: well there's a couple others that we may have to blur the faces of that that just looked great too i mean i i got to look- i got to say like tens all around yeah
1: it's just a fucking it's a snack buffet out there. It's just a bunch of meals waiting to get it something for everybody. Somebody left a picnic out in the rain.
0: Mm. yeah, what a nice nice epilogue to a twenty first birthday
1: Let's see i oh here's something we can we can chat about for a couple of minutes to to fucking actually no we've we're we're at time,
0: but I'll bring it up anyway are you Are you talking about emergency room visits? No that's another never mind. <laughs>
1: When this comes out, I
0: will be in the Maryland-Delaware area. I doubt that. Uh, Well, I mean, I am from the future, or I am from the past. I am from the past, and I am predicting your future. You think the
1: trip gets canceled?
0: This is an alternate. No. Uh, So, I want it to happen. I want you to go there.
1: Oh, actually, no. It'll be the week after. It'll be the
0: week. I'm off by a week. last week's. You'll be the week after. I don't fucking tell them that. God damn it. You gotta edit this shit out. <laughs> they don't need to know my
1: business. I could be anywhere at <laughs> yeah. any time.
0: Yeah. You gotta give them a little misinformation every now
1: and then. Uh, <laughs> In fact, if your name's Dan, I'm behind you right now. That's not cool. We know some cool Dan's. We do. I know at least one who listens to this. And Dan I was just kidding before. But now, now I'm right behind you. Yeah, and I'm not far away. It's not good. (laughs) And and he's got a head of steam. He's coming. (laughs) He's coming, Dan. Dan!
0: Uh, Oh, Dan. Uh, What you drinking over there?
1: I'm drinking a little something-something from Lagunitas. Lagunitas, the most recent brewery I've been to.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, I had a I had a pretzel there. How was the pretzel? Bavarian. Was it undersalted?
1: They did it right. They want it to go with with the dipping sauces that they give you, of course. And so they make it. They make it a long stick, which is obviously optimum for dipping. Maybe. And it comes with a pretty good mustard, and then a beer cheese sauce with uh, with chunks of jalapeno in it.
0: Oh, the the West Coast flavor. Yeah. Uh, so did you have a sweet one as well, or was it just the mustard and the, the beer cheese?
1: Just mustard and beer cheese. Wow. And then uh, okay. we, split, we split a tri-tip sandwich.
0: Yeah, I, I would chug that, that beer cheese. Jalapeno beer cheese? Yeah. That's the me.
1: leftover jalapeno beer cheese sauce that did not quite get soaked up by the pretzel got poured onto the tri-tip sandwich that we got.
0: Well, you know what you're doing. I know I know you're a little bit younger than me uh, you're gonna you're gonna be 31 when this one comes out and I'm gonna I'm gonna be 32 that sucks but you know what you're doing that's true especially when it comes to toppings for meats yeah yeah
1: oh I, I had ribs a new way over this weekend we're going way past time here I' might cut all this out but I had ribs in a new way that I hadn't had them before
0: I will ribs your way that you haven't had them before.
1: Uh, there was our, our friend's dad made them. They were sous vide for like a day and a half and then smoked for like eight hours. Good
0: job. Friend's dad. Like, well yeah. done. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope you know who you were serving this to. Because yeah. your effort may not have been worth it.
1: <laughs> no. No, if anyone's going to appreciate it, it's me.
0: That's That's absolutely true. I'm just saying you also appreciate garbage food. <laughs> that's true. They he could have smoked anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know what, honestly,
1: he told me it was ribs, but I've seen some I've seen some big raccoons up up in that area.
0: Well, raccoons have ribs.
1: They do. But uh yeah. On that note of me eating possibly a raccoon. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of
0: Road Sodas. Road Sodas. Hopefully, you did not get a parasite. There's no me in Giardia, man. Hopefully, we didn't get a, a parasite. You're right. Yeah, there's no we in Fecal Coliform. You're you're absolutely correct.
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, follow us on Instagram at Road Sodas Pod. If you guys are doing that, that's where we post all our dumbass pictures.
0: Yeah, I actually have a lot of pictures that I got to add that will probably be added before this comes out, but it may not. And so look Hell forward yeah. to that because we have a lot of elaborations going on for past episodes. Yeah.
1: And then uh yeah, email us uh, correspondence at roadsodaspod at gmail dot com. Tell us what you're doing while you listen. You can write in and say, Don't read this and just uh let us know what you like and don't like.
0: That's fine too. I'll there's a good chance I'll still read it. What's your favorite wiffle ball pitch? You mm. yeah, you, you Oh you got a heater? You got, you got some breaking stuff for me because I bet I can hit it. I bet I can put it over the fence. You pussy.
1: Write in and let us know if you prefer the, the thin yellow bat or the big red bat because we know which one. You like the big red bat because you suck at wiffle ball. Yeah. And you're not a sportsman. Mm-hmm. That's true. That'll take us out for this week. I think Jimbo's got a sign-off for us. Some final words, Jimbo?
0: Yeah, so uh, I got to talk about this one product that I am uh, I'm really – big on shit shit i don't i don't have it no never mind never mind beautifully done as we say every
1: week go fuck yourself god fuck us everyone